You're listening to the Turnbuckle Trifecta Podcast with Gabe Parson, Daxton Page, and Ryan McNeil. We're here. It's it. It's happening. It's there. We're here again. It's 2003. Oh. It's 2003 SummerSlam. Take a trip back. Ryan gave us an absolutely stacked... Oh, oh going to be good tonight. Yeah. Might I say the best one so far? I'm, I'm calling it. You guys don't even know. You don't even Lillian know what's Garcia about to happen. Singing the national anthem. What a way to open up. She's this an absolute angel. Slam okay. it up on the summer. All right, man. This is She's the up. second summer slam. The very first one was in 2002. Wow. Okay. Very nice. Ryan with the knowledge. I'd like to mention that Ryan is. He's the, the brain. brain in this episode. Right? Brain. Uh, basically, brain. he knows the uh, outcome of every Listen, match. Just, guys, have you ever seen The Matrix? Do you remember the Oracle? Ryan. That's Ryan. Oh, yes. That's Ryan. And Ryan is the Oracle. He's, he's the brain. <laughs> so he knows what's going to happen. We don't. Uh, we know who's guys. Each you're, other. Dis- you're disrespecting America right now, and it's kind of pissing me off. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, Lillian Garcia. I'm sorry. She is. Uh, I'm just kidding. She's an absolute angel, man. Uh, that one time that she fell, it was hilarious, but I love her. Okay? She was, uh, she was fucking awesome. Okay? Just a, just a treasure. Just a real treasure. And a fucking killer singer. Listen to her belt that Ooh, shit. Wrestling. High note is just this wrestling solid is- and crisp. Solid. And she was an announcer, a ring announcer. Hell yeah. Um. She was never a diva. She's always... I, th- I mean, I'm pretty sure. Am I wrong about that? I don't know. I'm pretty I'm sure she's, right. she's always been an announcer and... Kills it. Dang strong. That was strong. Strong and solid, man. Ooh. Did you hear that fry in there? Yeah. What? Oh, okay. Alright. style. All right. Well, style and class she has. That's like some Aguilera stuff right there. Okay, so this is a uh, this is a super card of a match. Super card. Right. Um, I've already told you guys, obviously, what the uh, cards are. Yes. But if you do, you need a refresher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrong yeah there's a lot going on okay. right now. Yeah, there is a there is a whole lot going on. Okay. So there is uh, one of the. There's two main events. The first main event is an elimination chamber, which that's the cage, the beauty, the carnage. Yes. Unthinkable springs to life, and it exists. There's also. There's a no holds barred match, which those are always super intense. Uh, the United States Championship match, Mr. Eddie Guerrero. All right. Yes. Dude, this uh, the, their promos, man. Like not just like the ones that the wrestlers would like do, but like their little. You know, theatric cutaways building up to stuff. We're always, yeah. <laughs> we're always through this area, or this era. They were uh, they were colossal to me as a kid, dude. Like watching this shit is so dramatic, dude. Seriously, it's yeah. You got the tombstones and the like with the little flashes going on. That's the Undertaker throughout the whole promo. But you got like 
Brock Lesnar just wiping blood across his chest. Fucking Kane lighting Rob Van Dam on fire. <laughs> it's just, it was on another level. Hell yeah, dude. So SummerSlam 2003, uh, this show is fucking packed with um, a lot of killer matches. I'm excited for this. Oh yeah, dude. Like this, this is beautiful for me because I didn't actually get to experience these type of things. I came into wrestling like right at WrestleMania. What was what was the one that was 2020 or not 2020? WrestleMania 20. 20. Uh, one of the two X's. You know what yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that 2004? Oh uh, shit. Okay. I think it. So WrestleMania 22 was 2006. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. So yes. yeah, that'd be 2004 then. So, so yeah, so that's like it was 2004. Nice. So that's like right where I came in at. I had a buddy. It was Dan. Mm -hmm. He was a really cool guy. And I remember this. We, we there was bunk beds at his house, but it was way more intense to watch it from the top bunk. Yeah. Because it's just like you know the anxiety of being on the top bunk as a kid. You know, <laughs> fear that you're gonna course. fall. And we watched WrestleMania 20 on DVD, and I was just like, dude, this is so. I, I did the same thing with WrestleMania 22 as a kid. Oh, dude, that's such a good one. And like, over and over. And funny thing about that, we were watching it on that top bunk, and at one point he lifted his head up a little too uh, too high, and got a fan blade in his skull. And much like what I was just watching yeah. on television, his head started to spew red. And I'm like, oh, oh shit! Don't don't tell me a small part inside of you thought that was kind of cool. Oh, dude, I was like frightened, but I was also like, it's like, dude, the, wow, dude, like I literally just saw someone like in his fucking his shit like through the tape like on the WrestleMania. I was watching people get fucked up and bleed, you know, or whatever. And then I'm watching it happen. I'm like, cool, dude, cool, dude. And it landed right in front of me. This is extreme. Like it was, it was that, that staunch difference of watching it on TV and going like, oh, that's really crazy, and then like seeing it right in front of you, real time, yeah. right in front of your eyes. I feel like just totally changes your complete mindset. It was like when, when people would say things like, oh, that's fake. I immediately was like, dude, I've seen what happens when you get fucked up in the head. Yeah. You literally bleed like that, yeah. dude. Like, and I have come to find out in my later years of life that that is the truth. Like, you, it, like if, that's why they would, like, if you got nicked up here, you would bleed profusely. Oh, yeah, so, he got a freaking fan on high, just... <laughs> oh, my God! Are you okay? I think I'm okay. Oh, my... And then we went to... And, that's for our ASMR fans out there. And then, we, uh, and then we told his mom, and his mom was like, Damn. Damn it, dude. Like... She, she been, I was like, man, she's gonna be like concerned and shit. She was not concerned at all. She was just like, damn. It's almost like the only thing, the, the only thing she was missing was going again. Like yeah, right. that was the only thing it was missing, you know. And I was just like, oh man, like I hope you're okay, man. Are you, you're using, you're losing a lot of blood there. Right. <laughs> no, he was okay though. He ended up being fine. We had uh, we had fruit loops in the morning and everything was uh, right as rain. Perfect. All right, so we got a tag team match going yes, on right now. Yes, the tag team championship match. Uh, the Dudleys have came out, the Dudley boys, and they're already attacking uh, Resistance before they even get to the ring uh, in true Dudley fashion. The Dudley boys, man. That's that's probably one of the best tag oh, yeah. duos. All time. Yeah, dude. Like, straight up. Ooh. 
Especially from the top row? Yeah, shit, man. I feel like I feel like you could have started with the clothesline and just left it there. Because I mean like um JBL's clothesline. Oh yeah, clothesline from well, well, dude, like yeah. his clothesline was mean as shit, man. Horribly. And uh to be honest, I think uh Brock Lesnar had a better one. What? When, especially when he first came out. Primetime Brock Lesnar was clothesline dudes and then they would do backflips to sell that fucking clothesline. Like Of course it wasn't the first time it was done, but Brock, at least to me at the time when I was watching him, he did he did it so much. And then it evolved into uh, Suplex City. Yeah, he would just uh, yeah, keep yeah. suplexing them like over and over and over. Yeah. Oh, God, those, those chest pops. Oh, dude. Hopefully, oh, reversal. So for the better part of this match, the Dudleys have been tearing these guys apart. Uh, and I've been, I, I kind of expected that. Yeah, it's kind of turning a little bit. I think this is the uh, proverbial dip where they uh, kind of decline and then start getting momentum and win. I'm, I'm just assuming. Yeah, because the storyline a lot with uh, La Resistance is... You know, they're really leaning hard on like the disrespecting America and the flag. <laughs> okay, you know, like that, so that's they're literally leaning real that's the story they were on. Yeah. yeah. So you guys deal. remember the? Uh, they were like the un-Americans or the anti-Americans. It was, it was Chris, uh, uh, Christian. It was Christian, 
I picked Test and like some other random dude. They would come out as the Un-Americans. Wasn't it? Was it Jericho? I don't know, but um, check that out. It's like the, I think it's called the Un-Americans or the Anti-Americans or some shit. And they come out with a American flag upside down, and like that was acceptable uh, back then. <laughs> like crazy shit, man. Yeah, like, like people, Americans. People would freak out about that nowadays. Originally, they were the Anti-Americans. Oh, okay. It was. Uh, Lance, Storm, Christian, and Test. Yeah, yeah. Because they yeah. were all—they're all from Canada. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Just create oh, problems between Canada and America because it's sort of they would end, do that. Man, that's that, a end, great, uh, it's a really important opportunity to join them. Oh, that was a killer spine buster. I didn't expect that from the French guy. I was just pumped. I don't even. I don't no, know. The Americans did good though. They they won the tag team championship three times. That's not bad. That's bad. Yeah. That's, yeah. They were probably trying real hard to piss people off. That's, yeah, dude. And they, you can eat. That's a good angle. Bubble bomb. Yeah. Goodbye tailbone. Yeah, for real. Goodbye Jeez. lower back. So I'm about to have to go uh, pick up that Chinese food here a minute. Do you want me just to roll it while I go get it? Or, or do you want to pause it? I don't mind pausing. Let's just resume. Okay. I, I don't, don't care. Don't want to sound in your commentary. Mm-hmm. You can just <laughs> make some weird noise and then just put them in the air and my <laughs> All the Chinese foods. And be like, please stand by. Okay, we're back. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, just Chinese foods. <laughs> What's up? Mouth sounds. That's always one of the hardest things to avoid. Is mouth sounds. I just noticed Devon's shirt says blood is thicker than wood. <laughs> I think that's a reference to a table. Uh, if I was a bed man. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the Dudleys were... Um, they loved tables. My favorite is when they would do when, when Bubba Ray would like slap Devon's chest. He'd go, Devon! <laughs> and then like everybody in the room is like, Get the table! Yes. Like, just like the hype that you feel like in that huge crowd yelling that at the same time. Get the table! Yeah. They were, they were absolutely. Oh shit. Double clothesline. Uh, double clothesline by uh, Bubba. Oh, nice. He didn't, he didn't suck it. Yeah. Oh, and then this headbutt head to the balls. To the nuts. Which is literally an RKO, like an elevated RKO. Really fucking cool. Oh! Who's that? Um, uh oh. Is that RBD? That looked like a cameraman. What? So I guess oh. a cameraman was. Hired by the Law Resistance to knock Devon out while the ref wasn't looking. 
Oh, he's back. Oh, shit, he's back. Oh, it's the guy from ECW that's always got a fucking whistle in his mouth. What was that guy's name? Is it his face? Is it that guy? It's, I don't know. He's always had a hat. There's Spike. Who is it? Who is that? What? Okay, so. <laughs> Who the hell? Mellow, the confusion is at its peak. Oh my god. Yes, Ryan, tell us the truth. So, that guy is Rob Conway, and he is a piece of La Resistance. That's right. And so they had him disguise himself as a ringside cameraman. Um, and then, obviously. Once the ref is now distracted, he pops in, changes who's on top of who. Yeah. So our resistance walks away with the, the cheap one. Damn. I could have, I mean, I just, I guess, you know, the, the, the Dudleys would take it easy. He pulls ref out, now Boba, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. out to look for him. Gets with the camera while he's distracted, covers him, pops off. Uh, and then he's back Since on. this is a pay-per-view, it is not out of the ordinary that there are ten cameramans around. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People from different countries, people covering magazines, and so uh, as far as the storyline goes, I like as far as like that little tactic. I, like that's that's a that's a really good tactic. Yeah, that's pretty good. What are you one of those anti-American sympathizers, do coach? You know what Coach. I think about people who don't like America? I never liked Jonathan Coachman. But you gotta give the you, know, you know what I think about people who don't like America? I think they suck. <laughs> That's right, though. But I think the fact that no one likes him proves how good he was. Oh, for sure. With that role they gave him. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Coach is such an ass. And he always just has this look on his face like, oh, okay. Preach, d Oh my god, here's fucking Bishop. Eric Bischoff with his jujitsu bullshit. How you doing? Christian, intercontinental champion. This man's hair is probably the blackest hair I've ever seen in my life. You can tell that it was heavily dyed. SummerSlam at me, Christian. Your intercontinental champion isn't headlining the show. Christian's got a shirt on that. I, I don't know how to describe it. Man, I think uh, this was right when he was wild. really getting into the Captain Charisma. Wearing some crazy shit. You're facing Shane McMahon, Eric. That's a big match, Gary. It's a real big match. Yeah, no, it is. It is. And I'm sure it's going to be good. Like, they're probably going to do some hardcore shit. I, I'm just assuming. That's true. Um, backup plan already in position. Now, please. I am really excited for this match. So now, the next match is just a standard singles match. One more thing. Okay. That hits uh, A-Train. Last week. Against The Undertaker. Oh. And this is, uh, this is American Badass. Taker, isn't it? 2003, yeah, I think so. I believe so. Christian, you're so... Watch my punches. Ooh. America Is that even real? Bishop punch. The bit. Falcon punch. Bishop punch. Here's Michael Cole looking like he just stepped out of the tank. Man, look at that horrible go-to. Oh my god. Versus the A-Train. Coming up. 
forgot about the Adrian. Adrian went through like three different. Oh, that's Albert. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it that one point you went by? Huh? So you thing with the mop. Oh no, that was uh, um, Vito. I think. What? I could be wrong. Sable got the Duke right there. I'll have to look that up. Uh, but I think yeah, I really had a tattoo on his head. Yes. I, 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 I can picture him, I just can't picture his name. Yeah, he might have I don't know. I know that at uh, one point he was by Atrian, at one point he was by Albert, and also at one point he was by Albert Atrian. Oh. And, uh, Makes logical sense. He's also had another recent persona in, in like recent years. Like he, he came oh, back really? for a little bit. Uh, his, his, uh, his new name. There was uh, Lord, or there was Prince Albert, Adrian, <laughs> and then when he had the tattoos, it was Lord Tensai. Tensai, that's right. Oh, classic taker. Most so badass song ever. That's a great entrance <laughs> theme for The Undertaker. Uh, like, I know people love the orchestral, dead, you know, classic dead man stuff, but, like, that right. that, that song's pretty good. He definitely suited the motorcycle thing really well. Yes. Absolutely. absolutely. Very believable. I'm a, I, I'd say I'm just as much of a fan as American Badass as I am Classic Taker. And, and also a uh, cult taker before ah. the, before the uh, uh, right before the American Badass. Big evil. Let's just let's just put it this way: Mark Calloway is the shit. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's awesome. And uh, honestly, I I think seeing him in A Train fucking kill it is. It's gonna be a treat because A Train was pretty damn good, man. Like, big old strong guy. Yeah, he was pretty athletic. I, I, I mean, from what I remember. But, uh, I mean, it's been. I think relatively, uh, it was. And then here we go. The A Train. Big scary bald man. Cute generic metal attention. Cue <laughs> new metal soundtrack. New metal soundtrack. Industrial metal type feel. With the sound of the train in the beginning. Because, you know, because his name's A Train. Okay. Oh. Who that? Oh. Is that Sable? I think so. I, did, I don't remember this. I don't either. Good for a, good for a train. God, those fucking nipple piercings, man. That's just like, yeah. I mean, ow. And he's got three lip piercings too. Extremely hairy man. Yeah. I just have sensitive nipples. And, uh, yeah, that would hurt really bad. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine done just, just, just for you. Just, just for me? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, you're so sweet. <laughs> You hear that, guys? Gabe's a real friend. It's gonna happen. He's gonna pierce his nipples just for me. And then he's gonna be like, What do you think, Dax? I'm gonna be like, mm. It's alright. It's alright. They look okay. Yeah. Oh. Man. 
See, I love that this is like a great peak era for, for WWE where it's like, look at that, look at that stadium. Like, oh, yeah. There's people packed from, from top to bottom. For real, there's an upper ring up there that's just full of people. And, and to kind of pick up on something Ryan was talking about last time we were together, that, that entrance looks oh, yeah, good shit, man. Like, that was that was something I forget that I looked forward to a lot was that architecture. The ramp and the... The way just they would... Yeah, like sometimes they may even have like screens that were like just weird contortions and positions and stuff because yeah, yeah. You know, it fit the design or whatever. Look at that. The A-Pain Train's so hairy, he doesn't have a shirt on, but really he kind of has a shirt on. Yeah, it looks like he's got like but can a... you see... You can, you can very clearly see how it is trimmed. <laughs> yeah. Look. Oh my god! Completely shaved oh, on like his sides. Yeah, dude. But it's like his torso is like perfectly outlined with just his body hair. <laughs> oh man. That's clearly on purpose. Someone's like, like listen. Not on accident. They're like, listen, dude, the hair looks good on front and back, but then sides need to go. Is it both sides? It's both sides. Okay, good. Just making sure. I wonder if it's over the shoulders. I think it is. Oh my god. He's an athletic undertaker. That's that diving clothes on, I'm telling you. He's got up and grabbed a side. Yeah, yeah shit. Oh, Some snake eyes. Oh, no, that's old school. See, yeah, that, that is old yes. school. Did he, did he do this towards the end of his, uh... Oh, he's, yeah, this, he's yeah. done it forever. Well, he did it when well, he first came out, too. Well, yeah, like, but I'm saying, like, in his, like, last two or three years, because that's a... Oh, yeah, he would, he would do it at least once yep. every time he'd come back out, because that was a very pretty... That's a nice signature leading up to the finisher. Yeah, man. Over the top, Taker goes. What what point in the year is Survivor Series? Because I know SummerSlam is like sometime in August or September. When is uh when is Survivor Series? Because I think this is like very very close to when Big Evil gets buried alive. Survivor Series is usually uh, in November. Ah, kind of like later in the year. Nice. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, that, uh, is that the year? Yeah, this is the year. American Badass got buried and mm -hmm. turned back into regular taker? Because I think he comes back in like 04 as bearded, yeah, that bearded sounds, dead man. Sounds about right. I, I think we joked about that before. It's like, yeah, it he came, out, right. he came out bearded and they were like, um, we're going to need to go back to that goatee. I'm, I'm a fan of the weird goatee that he had back in the cult phases. Like, uh, the ministry. Oh thing. yes, yes. The Where ministry it was just shock. on the chin. So ever since the 1980s, there's been, as far as like their pay-per-views, like this go, yeah. they have a classic Big Four, and the Big Four is Royal Rumble. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Interesting. Okay, those that's are, like their those are the flagship. four big main pay-per-views. I was thinking about that not too long ago. That was like a question. I was like, God, they got so many pay-per-views. Some come, some go. Yeah, what are the ones that are just like tried and true every single year? And 
So that's the top four right there. I remember there's a lot of just random ones, you know, mm-hmm. Visions and No Mercy, yeah. New Year's Judgment Revolution. Because yeah. those were kind of like, they're like little just one-off little runs. Because yeah, yeah. Judgment Day and Bad Blood and Vengeance, oh they, God, they, yeah. they were around for, like, they would have a few of them. Oh, yeah. But, then, but they just, they just at one point, they just be like, nah. I believe the Vengeance, um, uh, I believe that was the match with, uh, last podcast we were talking about, Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon and God oh. in, a, in a match. I think that happened on Vengeance, if I'm not mistaken. It, it was either, yeah, it was either Vengeance or, it was it was a pay-per-view for sure. It was definitely a pay-per-view match. And there was uh, another one, the Backlash. Oh, it could have been Backlash. Backlash 2006 was when uh, Vince McMahon fought God. Backlash. Nice. <laughs> what a first time. What a... For the first time. And then actually, as of this year, the company began recognizing uh, Money in the Bank as, a as another big pay-per-view. See, so now, now it's become a big five. Now, see, now, what is what is your guys' thoughts on turning match styles into pay-per-views themselves? Like, a Hell in a Cell just used to be a type of match right. that you would do. Now, Hell in a Cell is a pay-per-view, and you pretty much do not see Hell in a Cell outside of that pay-per-view. I think as long as you up the grandeur of everything, I think it's fine moving that stuff to pay-per-views. I mean, it is quite more of an event, you know? Yeah, you know, like, if you're, if you're adding, like, a more fanfare around the whole thing, where it's, you know, big right. stage setups, big fucking arena, yeah. all the lights, you know, like, I think, I don't think it's too bad. See, because it's like, I, I just feel like, like, I haven't seen one, so I don't know, I'm totally just assuming, but, like, I just feel like almost, like, you see the same match type over and over and over again. You know, would that get like, by the time you've seen your fifth Hell in a Cell match, are you kind of burned out on the whole Hell in a Cell match? You kind of want to see maybe something else, or like, because you know, that's Extreme Rules a pay-per-view now. Interesting. Extreme Rules is TLC. Table size and chairs is a pay-per-view. Yeah. Great stuff. I think unfortunately, I feel like it went from you do them on the broadcast shows. So you introduce Hell in a Cell on a broadcast show. Yeah. You see how it goes. Oh shit, everybody's fucking laughing. Right. Yeah. Uh, notice how they've never yeah. made... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely never been a problem. That's pretty good. How can you just make money off this? Yeah, notice how they've never made a Punjabi uh, prison match. Ever again. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like, as cool as that sounds, we saw how lame it was. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe it, mm, that's a crazy double choke slam sit, wow. sit out that, bomb. I was about to say, look at that breath is actually recovering pretty quickly. <laughs> and Undertaker kicks out. You can't beat him. How can get over you it, kill what's already dead? Let's try this way. Fun fact, the first Hell in a Cell was in 1997. Okay. October 5th. Was it at a cell by that ref? God. It was an event called Bad Blood. Bad Blood. B-A-D-D. Oh. Oh. Because extra What year was that? 1997. The very first one was Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Because they went to like 04, I think, with Bad Blood. So they went for a considerable amount of years with Bad Blood. 
<laughs> they took away the D though. I think. A train went with a chair, and Undertaker kicked the chair into his face. That, that would be a big boot to uh -oh. chair. An A train kicked out. <laughs> After a boot to the face with a chair in your face, that's a double threat right there. That's maybe what that's what you're saying. Not stopping the Prince Albert. Uh oh. Oh, tombstone. Oh. Nope. 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 Let me reverse the tombstone. Oh, reverse the clothesline. Oh. line. There it is. Last. Oh. Do you remember? Uh, like it wasn't early Kane, but it was like after a little bit after he like got going. Those one-handed choke slams he would do. Oh yeah. When he would like launch would, them up, and he was his whole body just yes. tore them. Oh my god! And that, the sound those ones were so mean. Yeah. They would just hit you. Especially when you have a seller that's you know like oh here comes the last ride. Sable's gonna stop that. And, uh, well, that's one way to stop the taker. Is to uh, try to pull his stuff down. He's like, hey, that'll work. And then he choke slams Sable. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, it that works on the American Badass Taker. It might not work. On the yes, American. I called it. Yes, that's what I wanted. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's what you do when that happens. That's what you almost do. right. Oh, oh, you were so close. Oh, damn. So leading up to this. Stephanie McMahon had gotten hurt. I think it was by Sable, if I remember right. But she had gotten assaulted, and she got injured or whatever. And so she's been gone for a while. And then Taker just holds, holds her, lets Stephanie go to town. Like, just Taker's face, he's just smiling like, Alright, come get her. Come, come, come get, get her. you a piece. Come here, come eat. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so funny. I was like, man, what did he just choke slam? And all of a sudden, yes! Do it! So about the hair on A-Train, um, it's very clearly cut over his shoulders as well, yeah. as if it's like a tank top. Ah. Uh, questionable. Why would one do something like this? Dude's wearing a vest. A hair vest. That's a hair. That's literally a hair vest. Stephanie's giving a little clap to the Undertaker. Thanks for letting me whip ass. Yeah, she forgot. Um, like five years ago, the Undertaker started a cult and uh, Have, tried to sacrifice. Yeah, uh, that's all water under the bridge. Yeah, yeah. She forgot about that. God, I, She's I, like, I know how it feels. God, I can clearly see It was all organized that. by her dad. Albert is like, her A-Train is totally ruined because I can just see that fucking... I know, he was, like, side. he was a lot more dominating, like, before I knew that. <laughs> he was way more dominating before I knew that. Before, you know, after hearing that, it's just not quite the same. So, this next match is the Shane McMahon and Eric Bischoff match. And I'll let you guys know there's going to be a lot going on. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of moving, moving pieces that go on in this match. Okay. I like those. So there's going to be some pop-ups. Oh. There's going to be some sweet moves. 
Uh, it gets pretty intense. Goldberg. But it does have a nice sprinkle of some Eric Bischoff bullshit in it. Of course, you know, you gotta get a little bit of bullshit. Got a bit of the bullshit. You have to. You, you have to. If he's involved, it's gotta have the sprinkle. It's gonna be uh, full of fuckery. Full of, full of fuckery. Nice, nice little uh, alliteration right there. JR, you damn superstar. I love you, JR. You're amazing. We need JR on the show one day. I would, I would love to just come watch. You know what we'll do? JR, what's your favorite match of all time? We'll come watch it. We'll come watch it and talk about it. Oh, that'd be so cool. All right, bring the sauce. And bring the sauce, yeah. We'll put it on some heavy D's pizza. <laughs> what? I mean, I will. I will. He goes, well, I will. Okay. This made it absolutely clear to me. Not only are you not going to get paid tonight, but I have to have you escorted by security from the building. Okay. Building up the beef between Shane and Bischoff. Bischoff is just such a great bad guy. Like, yeah, like, like he's, he's instantly makes you fucking hate him. Yeah. Which. It's, it's, it makes it so much better. That's a skill set. Like, <laughs> to just be able to be so... I know that sounds like... I bet if he was ever hearing this, he'd be like... Oh, so what's really but super sweet about this whole era, too, is there was this constant back and forth with Bischoff and Stone Cold. Bischoff kept trying to get Stone Cold fired. Oh, that's right. Forth. Stone Cold then comes back as co-general manager with Bischoff. Oh. <laughs> and so... Cause but... Technically, Austin can't wrestle because he's acting co-general manager, uh, and so those two keep kind of setting each other up throughout, like leading in this whole era for this whole like play out and stuff. Gotcha. Like, they just kind of right they just kind of get mind game with each other. It looks like there's a little bit of feuding between um, Kane and Shane. <laughs> Shane, Kane, Shane, Kane, 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 Kane and Shane. I mean, Shane did hit him with the steel chair. Did you see Eric Bischoff wearing oh, that's right. a leather Von Dutch jacket? You put me in a <laughs> oh, sorry, I was distracted. Kane set JR on fire. That's right. Sue his ass, JR. Yeah, because he was all like, trying to like, fire JR and shit. And he won't sue Oh, really? That was, yeah. Like a heartbeat. 
Yeah, yeah. Before the uh, before the Cypress Hill theme song. Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember Cypress Hill? Yeah, yeah. Oh god. That looks like it's on the set of Arrested Development. Looks like Days of Our Lives. I bet it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> General Hospital. Mindy. Gross. Oh, gross. Oh, oh. Such oh. a gross guy. Ew. Oh, Eric's kissing all up on Linda. Honestly, if you ever go back and like oh, re-watch the old, like these old tapings and stuff, and they get into like the diva stuff. Yeah. Very Lawler is horny some bitch. Oh, really? Like, you listen to his commentary sometimes, it's like, good lord, son. Like, I feel like JR, like, off the camera is looking over, like, what are you doing? What the Calm hell are you doing? Chill. Your boner's moving the desk. Calm down. Oh, okay. That's, uh. Hey, put your little king away. Put the little king away. <laughs> There's no kingdom here. Does he call it the prince? <laughs> oh, probably. Or is it the jester? <laughs> that fucking black belt. He looks like such a dude. Quite frankly, everybody I've talked to all week has been wondering. Oh my god. So before I address what really happened. So we've got this little uh Mr. Bishop. Gotta talk. We don't know what uh, he's the only thing he's got. See, bitch, there's a lot of things I don't understand about you. Came out wearing a black belt. Why the hell are you running? Is he really a black belt, though? Eating hamburger. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would bet he might actually be. Delicious. I don't know. Like, it's it's probably 50 50. I don't know. I don't get it. it I, I, I'm putting now, my money on no. Just because that would be like the greatest asshole thing to do is to wear a black belt when you do not want to do martial arts. Right, that's, right. that's grade A asshole. Right? But I mean, you a know, for asshole. Pay into a persona. In a Boston, Massachusetts area radio interview circa 2003. This is in his exact years. Bischoff admitted that while he was a martial arts black belt in the 70s uh, and competed in tournaments successfully, uh, he hasn't kept up with the martial arts at all. <laughs> gotcha. So technically, okay. yes. He, at one day, he, he, was, at one point he was a black belt. He was with the shit. I mean, technically, he still is. He's just not a practiced black belt. I mean, I technically, he's still black belt. In my opinion, I do the right. Where the fucking belt? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, you did all the work to get there. Like, once you're there, you can you're use there. it as a character. You can use it as a persona. You know, I've uh, got the background. I, you know what? I disagree. I feel like you should have to come in every year for an annual check. To be a real black belt, To be a real black belt, yeah. But I mean, like, uh, a black belt wrestler? Come on now. Uh, I mean, Kurt Angle's an Olympic wrestler. Um, uh, but, uh, but and he earned But that. now he's... Um, with a broken freaking neck, my friend. And one thing uh, to really keep in mind too with this match is these two are horrible wrestlers. <laughs> so <laughs> the moves are gonna look and pretty I've heard, uh, suspect. I've, I've, I've also heard Shane is like very um, stiff. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Like, like there was one time Jericho had to give him a real like flying boot to the face, basically like calm the fuck down. Yeah. They call those. What do they call those? Uh, receipts. Receipts. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, he needs yeah, a receipt. You're, you're running it too stiff. I'm going to give you one back just to let you know. <laughs> you think it might be part of that my dad owns the company thing? I maybe. I think uh, I can get away with a little bit more than well, you guys. What I've noticed is Or maybe, maybe just because he doesn't do it all the time. So he's just right. not as... Yeah, because his big thing is all those big fucking jumps he does. That's the thing. Yes. What I've noticed with Shane is like what he lacks in like actual like technical talent, he'll make up for in extremes. You know, he'll balls, good man. performance. He'll do the yeah. crazy jumps and the crazy. You know, I, I got respect for that. There's a bunch of times like those ones where he would get up on top of like the jumbotron. Yeah, and he would like hop off that shit and like leap with faith somebody. And it's oh just man, like, oh, God, that's pretty ballsy, man. Yeah. I love how Shane, beautiful Shane, uh, he's got a, a jersey advertising Shane O'Man the, the pay-per-view Shane that he's at right now. Oh, really? Is that what it says on the back? Yeah, on the back is the SummerSlam look. Oh, my God. And it just kind of makes me laugh. I'm like, hey, you promote I'm watching it, bro. Rapping my dad's company. Uh, you won. I'm watching Listen, it. Shane. You're going to go out there and you're going to wrestle, right? Yeah, Dad. You're gonna put this jersey on, and we're gonna sell thousands. Okay, okay. I, it's kind of like, like being your man. Oh, yeah. Your man ah, yeah, pretty much. You know. Or to take it a step further, it's like if you're playing a festival, you're wearing the festival shirt like with your band name on it. Yeah. I think he might have accidentally really punched him in the face just now. Yep. Eric got that look of like, oh, I've done that before. Oh shit. Okay. I'm getting too old for this shit. I should have done the English certificate on my black belt. Damn it. Do they even do those? No. What is that? No, seriously. <laughs> I've never heard of this process. Then again, I, I don't know anything about being a black belt. I mean, it may exist. I was joking, but. He was a black belt in what? Jiu Jitsu? 75. That's, what just, that's the important part of that. Yeah. 75 is the important. Not the Jiu Jitsu part. Oh, we got a chair hit. From the coach, I said I sympathize with what Lamar said. What is the coach doing? So I guess this is the beginning of the fuckery you uh, mentioned earlier. You mentioned there's going to be lots of twists and turns, and this is where the road freaks and moans. This is where the road starts moving. Okay, okay. Uh, so, so we got coach. They're trying to have him a DQ. He's like, he's like, I ain't ringing that bell. I just made this match no disqualification. Now that he has help, now it's no disqualification. Now him and Coach can gang up uh, on Shane, and there's so no disqualification. Yeah, make them whatever. So it is. Eric Bischoff bullshit. He changes the rules to suit him as he's going. Well, there's still a lot of shit that's going to keep going. So, oh, so that's just the first turn. This is just the first turn. So it's going to keep. It's going to keep swerving. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> he's not only a ripper, he's a tough bastard. He really punched me in the face earlier. I think I might have a concussion. <laughs> I'm a little blurry right now. Who's got my belt? You're wearing it. Say as far Fuck! Fucking wipe the dust off the belt, man. That, that was a beautiful stutter. That's how he's a rich kid. He's a, 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 a tough rich kid. Cause see, then the part of I hate is now you have to listen to him talk as it just keeps going. Does he do that the whole time? A good show. Oh, you gotta love Eric Bischoff. 
No, I like JR's yeah. mic. You turn those mics back on. You turn you turn the king at least JR and JR. Fuck Jerry Lawler. <laughs> Shane McMahon, your arms are bigger than Coach's arms. Out, outgun him. See, that's I will say that is like a WCW trait that I kind of wish would have stayed with WCW. Is that Eric loved to be on the mic in the middle of shit? Oh yeah. Like we're in we're in the middle of the match right now. This is where normal like professionals would be like communicating stuff through the art doing of the cool what moves. they're doing, yeah. you know? But no, Eric's like, you know what? Let me get the mic halfway through it so I can explain what's going on. Let me on. just keep talking. Let me just keep talking. Because no one could infer what's going on right now. This monologue sucks. You're stomping him like a government mule! <laughs> oh, God. Coach. Oh, Jesus. Coach is almost as cringy. Actually, he's more cringy. Than more cringy. He's more cringy. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. Eric Bischoff's over here bowing down to everybody. Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. Coach is worse. Yeah, Coach is way worse now. He's because he's totally right, right now on. Does Eric anybody Bischoff. remember The Rock? Um, yeah, I know The Rock. Fucking is. with uh, who? Who? The Rock fucking with? Um, Wait, no, personally. Coachman. When he's fucking with Coach. Oh, oh he's yeah. like, oh, you like the Copacabana? That's the Coca. Yes. Oh, I know what you're talking about. So now we got Stone Cold. The rattlesnake has appeared. I'm gonna love watching uh, Jonathan Coach make a disaster. Because keep in mind, this is a no disqualification pins count anywhere match. Perfect. And and they can only change the rules as soon as they get coherent enough to grab the mic. Yeah, only Stone Cold and Bischoff can change the rules. Oh, okay. Wow. Look at that! Look at that Stone Cold! Look at that fucking stare! You know, he's like doing this, talking this shit, you know, he's like shaking on the inside like, I know I'm about to get fucking stunned right now. Right. I'm about to get stone cold stunned. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Shane pushed yeah. him. Yes. Well, now you touched him. Now Stone Cold can lay the ass with him on you. He's laying it like he's just been waiting to do that, too. Stomping. That classic Stone Cold mud hole. Just stomping you to pieces, man. Now he's just trying to be the curb Bischoff's over there all still jacked up. And now he's got the mic. Now it's Stone Cold's like, I'm gonna get on the mic. That's the bottom line. That was, well, I wasn't that far. We're back. We're back. We're back. 
Looks like you got some business to finish. So I'll see you later. <laughs> One second. Stop. <laughs> that brilliance of shame. I, I love the way they put this together. I'm gonna make Bischoff slap him in the face. Always pulling him up. Perfect. So, uh -oh. literally, so so at first we had the the swerve of coachman coming in. It's a D, no DQ. Yep. Now uh, and and false count and, and false count, count anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Then we had Stone Cold come in, right? And whip ass. Now Stone Cold's gone. No. Yes, I love the well, part yeah, where kinda. there it, it's like Stone Cold can't touch Coachman unless Coachman starts shit with him. So Shane pushes Coachman into Stone Cold. Yeah. So now Coachman touched him. Well, now Stone Cold go up his ass. Now it's official. And, and then, then you go like, this last like, part right leave. here. This last part was my favorite one. Because Shane, because, you know, Stone Cold's like, all right, you got this. I'm going to leave. And Shane goes, wait, 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 wait. Grabs Bischoff, makes Bischoff slap Stone Cold. Well, now Bischoff has touched Stone Cold. Oh. So now Stone Cold can do whatever he wants. Very nice. Oh, here's ta you're talking about those jumps earlier. Yes. And there he goes. Holy shit. Killer stuff. Ah, oh, man. Just... Wonderful way to end the match. And it's over. Stone Cold's just like, why did you do that? Like, that was great, but why did you do that? <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of it, oh, but why? I love it. Hell yeah. I'm going to come down here. I'm gonna Let get me him. get y'all two some beers. Let me come pick him up. I'm, I'm gonna, we're going to go have a drink. Come here. You good? You good over there? Jesus. I just there it is. Here we go. All the beers. There we go. Yep. It wouldn't be wouldn't be proper stone cold scenery. Oh, Shane gets a beer. Shane gets two. Oh, are you double fisted? He's about to. Money, 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 oh, money, they made, money, money. Uh, they made Eric Bischoff bleed too. Shit. I love as soon the day, as they man. as soon as they did that toast together, the music. Yeah. Perfect shift. Wah. Ah, man. A lot of turns, but it ends up being such like a good, just yeah. like shit going on match. One of those matches where you're like, what the well, fuck? What's you look, going on? Like Shane McMahon, Eric Bischoff, and it's like, I mean. Okay. And then you start adding all these turns into it, and it's like, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is turning into something. That Dude. look. That look. That oh, look. No, 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 no. Wait. Wait, no, that wasn't me. Wait. This. I love this. Let <laughs> 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 Ref's face, like. He was like, oh, damn. Oh, no. And wonderful, wonderful sell. Actually, I'll say on Bishop on that stunner, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you ever watch the compilation videos? 
Oh, my favorite! My favorite's The Rock. Yeah, the, rock the Rock sells the stunner the best. so great. Yes. He's the, yes. He does like that whole like over his head flip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, just it's shit. such an over the top sell, but I love it. It's it's beautiful because there's like one where he does it, and then the camera pans over to Stone Cold, and he's just like trying not to laugh. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, just like turns around and just like keeps walking off. <laughs> so earlier I said Michael Cole is really tan. Um, then came Ric Flair. Yeah, he's like 10 times tanner. Oh, my God. And his hair is so bright Alabaster that it makes white. his skin look darker. It's the blondest blonde hair I've ever seen in my life. So this is in the prime days of evolution, huh? Yeah. Wow. Evolution was that Because early? that added that twist into the elimination chamber because Orton's trying to get that title from Triple H, but they're in the faction together. Oh. Yeah. So that adds like that whole flavor to it. So they're, so they are in agreement that Randy Eight. Orton's going to help him win the fucking yeah. belt back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Something tells me that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> some mischief afoot. The Watch f- them both start like at the same. Or wait, this is a four, fatal four way. Fatal four way. This, this is not is the elimination chamber. No, no. no. Okay, I got this you. is Still a fatal four way. It's Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Rhino, and Tajiri. Oh shit! Oh, I fucking love Tajiri. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. The Japanese buzzsaw is for the U.S. Dude. Championship. Rhino was always my favorite for obvious reasons. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. Rhino. Because then every time he would do the spear, JR's like, Gore! It's a gore! (laughs) Gore! Talk about, uh, like, adding adding some extra oomph to it, JR, was always the best at making a move. Just, even if the the performers didn't sell it, JR sometimes would be good at selling some shit, I'll tell you what. Oh, absolutely. By the way, I saw that there was a sign that distracted me. It said, Toothless Aggression. Yeah. That's really pretty funny. Man. We had we just had toothless aggression walk out into the ring, <laughs> and now we've got the one and only Japanese buzzsaw, Tajiri. One of my favorite of all time, to be honest. Really? Spit the green mist. He does the fucking buzzsaw kick to the temple. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's way too much shit in his arsenal that just can't can't not be my favorite. You know what I, I mean? He's, what I always notice is like. I may be completely out of out of out of pocket. You're crazy. Like I feel like if you look at American wrestling, most of it's big lumbering giant motherfuckers, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, well then you look at Japanese Mexican wrestling. wrestling. Oh. Mexican wrestling is very, you know, the mass culture, but Luch- most Luchador. a lot of them are doing flips, jumps. It's a lot of high flying, yeah. a lot of shit going yeah. on. And then I feel like the Japanese, they're always, like, super technical. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All, every little move that lots they do has, like, wrestling. a whole thing involved into it. Like, lots of chain wrestling, lots of striking. Lots yeah. of, it's, it's a very high speed, high pace. Because I love, like, going on like, YouTube and just, like, watching, like, just, like, Japanese professional yeah, wrestling. Yeah, like, this New is, Japan wrestling and shit. Dude, like, they're just moving 100 miles an hour, but everything is so, like, perfectly connected yeah. and smooth, and it just looks so damn good. For sure. And, of course, Eddie Guerrero... Um, Technical Fucking master. love the lowriders, man. Yeah. Technical master, wonderful high flyer, overall just mm-hmm. killer. Eddie's le- as uh, he's a legend for sure. Latino heat, man. I still all stand, those little uh, little the- little cheap moves he would do, but oh, like yeah. 
very subtly, no one would notice. Yeah, man, the dirt. Love he's it. One of the dirtiest players. Love it. See, this is interesting because you got uh, Guerrero and Benoit in the same kind of match together. They have a lot of history together, and so does Tajiri with the both of them. Interesting. Um, Yeah, so what's the uh, what's the meat of this story here, Ryan? What what happened here? Because, yeah, he it, Eddie's been, in this clip, he's just whipping ass on everybody in the ring, but on an episode of SmackDown. I'll, I'll still say, to this day, best mullet in wrestling ever. Oh, for sure. 10 but out of 10. Probably best mullet ever. Even when ever it was ever. WCW mullet. Oh, my God, that was even better. That was like, yeah. I've never loved a mullet so much in my life. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so everybody wants to fuck Eddie up, pretty much. So the buildup in this match, uh, it's there's two different rivalries going on, technically. Uh, one's between Guerrero and Tajiri. Okay. And the other is Benoit and Rhino. Okay. Obviously here. Um, so right now it's Rhino and Benoit in the ring just kind of by themselves right now, and Eddie chilling outside the ring and Tajiri got thrown out of the ring by Benoit. They're going to end up doing some crazy shit. Going for the crossface and Guerrero breaks it up. And then he's out. And then he's out. So Guerrero and Benoit had wrestled in like a standard match, but during the match Rhino and Tajiri ended up interfering in it. Oh, okay. Uh, so it resulting in neither wrestler winning. Ah. So it was just like standard match just went null from interruptions. Um so then Sergeant Slaughter at this time was the one uh, making matches. Oh, booking and stuff? Yeah, like if Bischoff or Stone Cold wasn't making a match, Sergeant Slaughter was kind of the one in charge okay. of that at the moment. And gotcha. so he decided to put a tag team match together with Guerrero and Rhino and then Benoit and Tajiri. And Benoit and Tajiri ended up winning. And then... Uh, they ended up just going ahead and announcing that Guerrero would have to defend that title against all three of them. Perfect. Oh, wow. So it I started love- off with two rivalries, and then by the time everyone started trying to screw the other guy over, it turned into four guys really pissed off at each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The title, yeah, this is uh, – but that's cool. By the time SummerSlam rolls around, it's a – It all just works out. Rivalry. Oh, yeah. I, I love what it's just like happened they, there planned it that way huh hmm. Hmm. interesting there was a cool little uh spot in this match where literally guerrero is just getting passed around by all three dudes like benoit would give a move and like yeah. slam him down he'd get up and then rhino would get him he'd come up uh what's his name again to jerry i'm gonna say to see dyslexia guys it's super fun um but yeah it was it was nice. Everyone got their own pickings, their own getting back at Eddie kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I liked the I liked the shit that they did before that, where Eddie Guerrero was sort of strategically jumping in and out of the ring when he needed to. You know, yeah, technical yeah. master. Yeah, mm-hmm. playing it out because a lot of these these four way matches too is just like a lot of stamina because you've got four big names, so all four at some point have to hit one of their big moves. Yes. Yeah. Because you got an arena full of people, you got to pull the big moves out. Absolutely. And so everyone at some point, one of these guys each is going to take one big move from one of each other guy. Yeah, we have a lot of good shit to see here. 
Oh, Benoit's going over. Ooh. That's what I always feel is like so understated about Eddie Guerrero too. Like the stamina. Like those long, drawn out ass matches that he would do. Yeah. But it's like it wasn't just like, oh, we're just gonna we're gonna grapple with each other for five minutes. Right. No. It's like, oh no, I we're mean, gonna keep moving. Like and, it's and gonna the go. Thing is, is he he was a chain wrestler like no one else, man. Like he could like that that little uh thing that Tajiri does right there. <laughs> nice. Like him and Eddie are just masters at quick, just back oh, to back. Wow. You know? Yeah, like it's so smooth too. Man, that was a smooth a little move that happened just right, just then. I don't even know what you'd call that. Uh, which part? What just happened between the Tajiri and Eddie right before oh, like Rhino a broke it up? Flip into uh, something like yeah, a, like I oh, missed it honestly. Oh, but, oh, uh, oh, damn! Throwing Benoit to the turnbuckle. That looked. That looked painful. Oh, Eddie tried to come in and <laughs> Eddie gets the pin on somebody else's move. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for hitting him. I'm gonna take this one. That's that that's, was beautiful. That's Thanks, all buddy. personality by Eddie. I, lo- I love the way he comes in and just does the the cheapest. Like shit it, it was just like, wasn't even a second <laughs> thought. It was just like, oh yeah, he's on the back pin him. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I was also gonna say like, Ooh. Uh, not that either Benoit or Guerrero like. Not to uh, denounce either of them at their jumping and flying and aerial abilities, but uh, Tajiri, man, something about whenever he jumps and does like a spinning heel kick or any kind of kick to the face, it's just, it's so lethal, man. It's, it's, the he's, way it looks to me is just crazy. Yeah. He's, he's very, like, fluid with his crazy acrobatic shit. Yeah. And he also slaps the shit out of his leg and makes it sound uh, rough. Painful. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, Tajiri and, ooh. ooh. Because that's the, the crazy thing about Fatal 4-Ways, too. It's just whoever Ooh. pins somebody wins. Yeah, it doesn't matter like who it, it is. It doesn't matter who it is. Whoever pins somebody wins. So it's like, you know, you have to keep fucking paying attention because the second you stop looking, Eddie Guerrero comes in, pins the guy, and it's like, wait, it's what? It's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so Rhino on top of Guerrero? Nope. The way Tajiri moves, I would not be the least bit surprised to find out that he actually is a black belt in something. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. As opposed to Bischoff. Martial arts background. Ooh. Uh, Hurricane Rana that's, with uh, Eddie and Rhino. I love that move, man. That's such oh, a yeah. that's such a cool... If you can pull that off move... Yeah, if you can pull that move head, off, scissors, man. Hurricane Rana, you know, Ooh. Dragon Ranas, any of those. Super cool. Love Lita that. Lita does one hell of a fucking uh, Hurricane Rana. Dude, yeah. Oh. Another one. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Eddie was like the master at it. Oh, for sure. I always thought Eddie had dope-ass gear. You know, yeah, he's got the... The, the pants Black and gold flaming boots. Yeah, dude. And it all it always matched, and yeah. It, I was always a big fan of that. Ooh, those chops, man. Ooh. That was all interesting. I didn't know where that was going to go for a second. Yeah, Chris and Chris Benoit and Rhino were both like just, just fucking strikers, you know, just rough looking, rough, rough wrestlers. You know? Yeah. Oh, Tajiri on top. From oh. what I can look up, he didn't really ever do anything martial arts. Really, just, just good at just it, good at making style. Look like but it. he's from Japan, so it was Japanese. Pro wrestling training. It's, nice. Yeah, okay, yeah. so it's based based off of. I mean, I'm arts, sure. Right? Yeah, I'm sure it has to stem to that at some point. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we kind of like uh, traditional American wrestling is based off of like Greco-Roman wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> got a cross face and uh, what's Eddie's move? Oh, it's what did he like call a, that again? It's a version of a, a Boston crab mixed with like a uh, uh, what's it called? Figure four leg lock. Yeah. Like he's got the leg folded in like the four. Yeah, and they got the um, knee in the back right yeah, there. Yeah, it's it's like a walls of Jericho with a with a figure four looking shit on it. <laughs> well, Ben Wall's got a cross face on Rhino. That's that's beautiful. It's like, oh oh, the jury's on the rope. Oh, boots to the head. Probably wasn't a good idea. Retrospect. My bad. Say again. Nothing. Let's just leave that one in the past. Okay. Crossface on Eddie Guerrero. Oh, here comes Tajiri. Here comes Tajiri. I bet you Green oh, and Rhino. is about to happen. Oh, man. Oh, Tajiri. Oh. Reverse. 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 <laughs> reverse. Reverse. Oh. Spinebuster, God. That was a painful-looking spinebuster, man. For real. Like I said, Rhino is such an aggressive wrestler. And and it's it's hard to tell in this match because he is the big man in this match, but he's actually really short. Really? Yeah. Is that just because everyone else is short while he looks like the big man? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, how tall is Rhino? Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, back to... German suplex yeah. by Benoit. Five foot ten. Oh, five foot ten. So that is really short to WWE. Yeah, yeah. Because we're like, for big men? <laughs> yeah, even to Jeff to Hardy Jerry's is like five, six, nine. Two or some shit. Really? Six, Interesting. Three. I would have pictured Hardy was a lot smaller than that. How, yeah, how tall is uh, Jeff Hardy? I, bet, I I think he's like six two. Oh, German suplex with the pin. A tarantula rollover. Oh, that was that was really cool. Yeah, Jeff dude, Hardy is six foot one. Six one. Gotcha. Seth Matt. Is six foot two, ah. which is weird because I always thought that Jeff was definitely the taller, taller one. one. Yeah, for sure. That's what you, if, 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 <laughs> if you wouldn't have told me that, and you would have asked who's the short one, I would have said Matt. Yeah, I, Matt. Think, I think it's because Matt's got that fucked up lower back. He's kind of stiff. Oh I man, mean, Edge is. Six, I, I feel five. your pain, Matt. Oh yeah, Edge is a big Edge is a dude. tall motherfucker. I didn't realize he was that tall. Who was? What was it? Edge. Edge. He's, He's six, six foot, foot five. five. Damn. Oh, here's the tarantula. Oh. One of Tajiri's oh. signature moves. Oh shit! Love the tarantula. So cool. <laughs> Another reason why he's one of my favorites, man. Oh, a score! There it is. Gore! Gore! <laughs> Eddie's about to hit somebody with the belt, and he got gored. Nope. Rhino. Eddie had the belt, so oh. Rhino gored into the belt. Oh. Yeah. Classic Eddie Guerrero. Movie. I was like, man, he like Jolie no sold that. No, it's because he. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. God, that has to fucking hurt. The ankles. Oh, for real. The ankles and the knees landing like that on your feet. Superhero landing. It's not good on your knees. It's just not good on your knees. Oops, superhero landing. Superhero landing. Superhero landing. Watch, watch, watch. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Flying headbutt. While Tajiri is in the tree of woe. This is so cool. So creative. What? What? Oh, Okay. Sorry, I thought he was trying so, to do that on Tajiri. I was like, How, the, what? <laughs> that's not going to work. That's not going to work, dude. You know, you always like the, the Benoit flying headbutts. In <laughs> retrospect, yeah. but you're they like. You could have done without him. Hey, man, you, you could do something else. Use your elbow. Right, oh. And, and like, honestly, every time I. Ooh. 
<laughs> we wow. just got thrown over the side of that ring, dude. That was, I guarantee frog you, that splash. was Ooh, five On star the frog splash. Two, three, S. Guerrero. Dude. Dude. I'm not going to lie, I'm a disappointed we didn't see any green mist by Tajiri. Oh, dude. I think he saves those for his singles. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. You see the way though that ref and him were looking at each other were like, Holy shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? And he's like, I'm on roids. <laughs> Am I okay? Roids. Am I okay? I'm great. I'm just kidding. You know, I read a, a really a funny, not funny, oh, you're this so conspiracy theory today about uh, Ultimate Warrior. Oh, yeah? So, Ultimate Warrior had like a little moment in his career where he took a break. Yeah. Before then, he was all big and giant and huge because, you know, he was doing because of performance stuff. enhancing materials. There was some stuff. Yeah. And so, on. when he came back from his break, he stopped taking them. Well, then, so he... Lost he lost weight, mm. you know. He was still big, bulky, but he lost a bunch of it. And so the conspiracy theory started that there were two. Oh my god! Ultimate yeah. Warriors. Oh, Suspected <laughs> that. Uh, what was that wrestler's name? Like the tornado. Yeah, or whatever. I think so. It was suspected that he was the uh, second Ultimate Warrior. Oh my god! Is Brock Lesnar? He's literally giving someone an amputee wrestler. Yes, uh, this is the one-legged wrestler. I don't remember his name, but he was very, very big in uh, in the ICP wrestling community. There is uh, ICP like runs their own wrestling shit, like they have their own brand, their own fucking little promos, and have wrestlers come in and wrestle at like um, what whatever it is, Juggalo Fest or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the oh, the gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, um, they got. Uh, wrestling matches going on, and so he is from there. Okay, like he he was very well known in in that area. Really good wrestler, one leg killing it. Hey man, if the, if you can pull it off, dude, that goatee is horrible. Pencil thin goatee by Michael Cole. That soul patch chin that goes all the way down with the handlebars. Thing, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's like slanted too. It's like not perfectly straight. Horrible. Wait, what? Matt Hardy, y'all. Oh, my God. Sunday Night Heat. Oh, my God. I forgot about Sunday Night Heat. Oh, yeah. Remember Latino Heat. <laughs> Dude, we got you got Sunday Night Heat, and I think there was like Tuesday Velocity. Yeah, yeah, Velocity. I, I remember Velocity. That's old school stuff right there, man. Velocity. I think John's... I was watching something on Ruthless Aggression. And John Cena was talking that he did like a lot of stuff starting out on Velocity, and he was like, "Yeah, it's a show you've probably never seen." <laughs> right. This <laughs> starts the last three. The okay, one. sweet. Cool. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for watching or listening to Kira's Wrestling Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna pick up next time watching the rest of this SummerSlam. We got three matches to go. I almost did this. Three great. Matches: Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, and Kane RVD. Kane RVD. That's going to be a cool one. Mm, and, and then, then the Elimination Chamber. chamber.
Of the world. Of the no, just, world. <laughs> just, just throw of the world in there. <laughs> of, of the world. Of the world. This has been SummerSlam 2003 by three fourths of Kira. Yeah. Part one. Part Thank one. You. That's right. And we appreciate yeah. you. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Turnbuckle Trifecta podcast with Gabe Parson, Daxton Page, and Ryan McNeil.